I'm absolutely an ice cream addict, so I always would go for the ice cream. That was my my go-to, you know, especially late at night. So as far as the sustainability, again, I think that viewing it as this is just what I do moving forward versus, okay, I can manage this for a few months, this diet, because it's going to bring my weight down. I'm going to be happy. And then I can go back to, to kind of normal, right? Well, this is the new normal. And, and I think why I really enjoyed the Fit Father. All right, my friend, welcome back to another episode here on the Fit Father Project podcast. This is your host, Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, founder here at the FFP. And in today's episode, we are joined by one of our very own Fit Father Project members, Matt Yoxt. Matt is 50 years young, and he used our program to lose 50 pounds just after his 50th birthday. And what I really love about Matt's story is, like many of these powerful transformation stories, Matt's journey was far more than just physical. For Matt, it was really about reconnecting with his ability to focus to have discipline, and to become self-excellent, to have a goal and to really nail it and follow through. And Matt did follow through, and he used our Fit Father program to create a sustainable structure with his nutrition, with his exercise, and with his mindset to really do hard things, to accomplish an amazing goal, and dramatically improve his health. So if you're someone who's starting out and you feel like you've tried and failed many times, you've been on this roller coaster, then you're absolutely going to love Matt's story because that's kind of the flow that he was in for many years. And then he joins this program. He starts to realign and reconnect with his deeper reasons for getting healthy and uses our methods to really create an incredible transformation. So I think you're really going to enjoy Matt's story. Matt uses FitFollow 30X program series. He used our core program phase one. And he's used phase two and phase three. So he's made this 50-pound transformation in under six months. And he shares a lot of wisdom throughout here, especially for guys who are starting out and need to build some momentum, but also a lot of wisdom about what it takes to actually sustain your results and really just walk this path of losing weight and really improving yourself, mind, body, spirit. So without further ado, let's get into today's conversation with Fit Father, Matt Yoxt. All right, Matt, welcome officially to the Fit Father Project Podcast, my friend. I'm really grateful to have you here. And to kick this off, I'd love for you to introduce yourself to all the guys listening here, your name, your age, where you're from, and anything you'd like to share about what you do for work and the rest of your family. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm so excited to be part of this. I've been listening and watching these podcasts for a long time, so I'm glad to, uh, to finally get an opportunity to be here, share my story. So my name is Matt Yox. I'm currently 50, turned 50 last November, so uh, you know, today about uh, seven months in. I'm married to my wife, Deidre, 21 years, and have three daughters, uh, three teenage daughters, so 19, 17, 14. Uh, usually, any time I say that to people, it usually is a long pause where they're like, boy, you have your hands full. Um, I, work in, uh, I work in technology, so I work as a VP of uh, product management for a software company. Currently, I work uh, for a company that's full-time remote, so I'm actually in my home office uh, full-time. Um, which has been a bit of a challenge. Um, you know, we, we all kind of got used to that over the last several years. Um, I found it to be a bit of a challenge, and then I really started to embrace it and uh, would love to talk a little bit about it because, frankly, it's, it's actually really helped me as part of, uh, part of this uh, uh, transformation, I guess I would say. Nice. Well, it's beautiful to have you here. 
And I do want to get into all of that. I want to get into the kind of practical and sustainable health routine that you've developed through this program, how that interfaces with your life and raising your daughters, et cetera. Um, But I want to kind of start off with where you were at before you got serious with this program. Like in the years when you're having kids, you're you're working in in technology, like where was your health kind of at before you got into Fit Father Project and, and other fitness methods? Yeah, um, great question. So I think I'm a little bit unique in, or maybe not, maybe maybe kind of the common um, story that a lot of the fit fathers before me have, have had. Um, so I was never extremely overweight. Frankly, if, if, if you were to ask someone, and, and I've had this conversation a lot of times, you know, when they're like, wow, you've really lost quite a bit of weight. I never saw you as being overweight. I never was really significantly overweight, but I always had that extra... 20, 30, 40, you know, maybe even 50 pounds that I was carrying around. So it was never, uh, I was never an athlete in high school, right? You know, growing up as a kid, I always played sports and all that sort of thing. So I, I basically had like these peaks and valleys. Um, and again, real common story, I think, um, that, that many men have, have shared is, I would get real serious for for a short period of time. And um, so I've actually was running long distance. I actually trained for and ran multiple marathons. So during that time frame, um, it was really good, right? Because it was easy to keep the weight off and, and drop the weight down because you were running long miles and that sort of thing. But when it stopped, um, I stopped the, the running. I didn't stop the, the diet. Right. You know, so it was like 10 pounds there in that six month period and that sort of thing. So I was always really interested in in my health in following a plan. I was really good at following a plan. And I'd often say that to people. I'd be like, look, maybe the plan doesn't even really matter as long as you have something to follow and you do it day after day after day. And so I followed a lot of different plans, right? You name it. And I'm like, okay, I'm really starting, my weight's starting to creep up. I'm really not feeling all that well. I need to drop 25 pounds or I need to drop 30 pounds. So it'd be like, well, uh, let me try this one, right? You know, keto or any of the other popular ones out there. I've tried it. I tried a lot of different ones and I, and I generally would have decent success. You know, it stayed pretty disciplined. I would document out my plan. I would do my exercise, follow the plan. And then, you know, life happens, right? You have three children, you have a busy job, you travel for work, holidays come up and uh, football season comes up. So you're sitting around, uh, you know, having too many adult beverages and and eating too much. And and all of a sudden you kind of look back and you're like, wow, I just, I'm going to have to buy new clothes again because they don't fit. So I would, I would really say over the last 30 years, was it's kind of been this roller coaster up and down, up and down. I feel like I learned a lot, but what I didn't really have and what I think I was really missing was the discipline to stick with it more than two, three, or four months. And, um, and, and so I think through this journey and then through something I added a little bit later into, into my uh, plan with 75 hard was really around building self-confidence and discipline that I can do something, stick with it and make it sustainable. Mm-hmm. I'm curious on that question of sustainability, how much of it do you feel like is a mindset and discipline, like just getting your mindset really right? And how much of it is it that the plan is built to be sustainable kind of from the beginning? And I'm asking because I, obviously there's a component of both, 
And we try to design the FitFather, all the methodologies, particularly nutrition, to make it sustainable. How did that kind of like interface with your life? Is it mindset? Is it the fact that our program is more sustainable than others? Is it a mix of both? Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, I, I think it's really it's it's a mixture of both. You know, let's not sugarcoat it, right? If you're if you're overweight, and in my case, you know, I lost uh, over fifty pounds. If you're if you're over fifty pounds overweight, you're gonna have to make some change, and it's gonna be hard. You're gonna have to have some discipline, whether it's you know having too many beers by the pool, whether it's having that late night snack. My case, I'm absolutely an ice cream addict. So I've always would go for the ice cream. That was my my go-to, you know, especially late at night. So as far as the sustainability, again, I think that viewing it as this is just what I do moving forward versus okay, I can manage this for a few months, this diet, because it's gonna bring my weight down. I'm gonna be happy. And then I can go back to, to kind of normal, right? Well, this is the new normal. And and I think why I really enjoyed the Fit Father, you know, meal plan is because it's just it's just simple, right? You know, for, for me, it's it's absolutely something I can I can do super easy. So the meal plan is is just so straightforward. It's, you know, I I you know everybody has you know some variation, but for me. It is the um, it is a, I call it superfood smoothie for breakfast. So the the shake for breakfast, I do most days manwich right. So the sandwich was eco bread sandwich, um, and then I'll do I'll do a snack right during the middle of the day, um, and that might be a small handful of almonds, uh, half an apple, or or like a protein bar, um, something like that, and then the perfect plate right. You know I love vegetables. So that part was easy. So I, I mean, I love vegetables. There's, there's the time it takes to um, to make it. So I am actually, I find myself craving those things, right? It's not like, oh, I need to eat another salad, and I'm and and I'm not looking forward to it all. And and I'll joke, right? You know, and like I can't wait to get home from my workout in the morning because I get to have the the shake or. You know, it's 11 o'clock, I'm on a call and I'm like kind of starting to get hungry. I'm like, wow, I'm excited to like go get, make a, make a turkey sandwich. So I think the choices and, you know, that are in the plan are logical. They make sense. And, and frankly, they're just, they're just easy. They're, for me, they're just easy to do. Yeah, for sure. Easy and tasty will win over the long haul. And, it, and you still have variety, it sounds like, for dinner, right? I mean, for your perfect plates and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, so So, so that part, I think, is sustainable. The discipline, right, comes into saying no. So, um, you know, all three of my daughters are in sports, so they all play volleyball. So, so we're a pretty tall family. Um, and so they all play volleyball and so they're in really good shape. They, they spend a lot of time, uh, in fitness and they all have a sweet tooth. And, um, so there's very few days where there's not some brownies out or, you know, at late, you know, they come back for a three hour practice or have an ice cream or something like that. Of course, you know, that those things are still, um, things that, that I want, but you, you just, I have the discipline now to say, no, I'm not going to do it. Right. And I feel like there's this, there's this, there's this kind of phase that we all go through, like the first several weeks, maybe first several months, even it's like, it's really, really hard. And then when you really start to make and see the progress, like, okay, my, Hey, my pants aren't fitting anymore. They're too loose or people are making comments, right? You, you 
you call them NSVs, non-scale victories, right? You're starting to get comments from other people. Like then it starts to reinforce like, hey, this is really working. And, um, but up until that time frame where it doesn't feel like you're making progress or I, I've, I've seen people post in the group, they get frustrated because, you know, they sacrificed, they followed some discipline, they did the workouts, they followed the meal plan, and then they weighed in in the morning, they were up a pound and a half, and they're like, oh my gosh, I want to, I want to just give up, right? We, we all have that kind of the old veterans on the, on the Facebook group are like, it, it's, 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 it's a marathon, it's not a race, you know, it's not a sprint, you'll, you'll, you'll kind of go up and down, but that, that mental hurdle is, is tough to get over sometimes. Yeah. And I think what you highlighted is very true to almost think of it as there's distinct phases of this journey. Like the early phase needs a little more protection because it is harder and you're really starting to get that positive momentum building up. And the results eventually start to reinforce those good habits and behaviors with whether it's on the scale weight loss or the non-scale victories and other good things that you're seeing along the way. And how long did it take you to lose those 50 pounds, roughly speaking? Yeah, I, I so so I started at the beginning of the year. Um, I, I guess just a little bit of background. Um, so I was turning fifty in November. So in about the summer, so around June, I'm like, okay, I want to be in the best shape of my life when I turn fifty. And I actually went back and looked at my mission statement, and I had put my mission statement together on June fifteenth, and it was really well done and all of this, and you know. I didn't follow through on it. I didn't follow through on the plan. Um, life got in the way. I got busy. I was I, I was in an, a, a different job where I was, you know, really kind of um, too busy and 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 kind of getting a little depressed in that role, and uh, and it was impacting me across the board. So, so I said I'm going to be in the best shape of my life when I turn 50 at the beginning of November. Didn't happen. So then I kind of took you know took that time to go. Okay, I'm now 50. So. I need to get really serious. And so I started to put, you know, kind of re-examine the mission statement. And then I went back and I really kind of went through the holidays and didn't do it. So now I'm like, okay, it's the beginning of the year. I'll tell people like, don't wait for a special occasion. If you need to make a change and you want to make a change, don't do it tomorrow. Don't, I'm going to start my diet on Monday and then party the weekend away or, or whatever it might be. When you make a decision, like start right away. But, but I didn't do that. I said, beginning of the year, that's a good way to do it. So it started in January. I was 232. Um, I'm about 6'3", so kind of built a little bit uh, lanky, but still had that extra weight. I would say the first, uh, I lost about 10 pounds in phase one, so the first 30 days. And then the next phase two, I lost probably about another 10 pounds. So I was seeing progress, you know, the non-scale victories, all that sort of stuff. And then when I got to phase three, that's when I really, I think, kind of, I would say, kind of turbocharged. And, uh, and I was still a little bit over 200 pounds, and, and I lost like 30 pounds in phase three. I'm not quite done. I have a week and a half of phase three. Um, so I still have three peak 11 workouts to do, which each time I do it, I curse you. But um, I, I love it in a good way. Um, so, yeah, so, so, so essentially about five months uh, for those, for those 50 pounds. Nice. And I think it's important for, for guys to hear that, you know, sometimes progress is faster than others in certain periods. And oftentimes it's due to the amount of effort you're able to put in every month. Doesn't have to always be the same. It's about continuing to build that forward momentum. And I want to ask you, 
what was your original mission statement that you connected with? And like, what were some of those reasons that motivated you if you're open and willing to share some of those? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, And I had to go back. So I had this mission statement in my head. So I told you I wrote a mission statement back of June and and then didn't really follow through on the program. I kind of dabbled with it a bit. And then, you know, beginning of the year, I said, okay, this is it. I didn't actually really re-anchor to my mission statement by reviewing it and documenting it. I already had it in my head. So things that really drove me is I wanted... First and foremost, I felt like I had to I had to be happy with who I was. So I had to I wanted to build my self esteem, my self confidence, and in order to be the best dad, the best husband, the best um, you know role model to others, I had to kind of take care of myself first. So my mission statement was really around building that self esteem, that self discipline, that kind of fortitude to basically teach myself, I can do hard things, I can set a goal, I can follow through on it, and I can achieve that goal. Because, again, like many of us, we set a goal, and we're like, ah, we're going to lose 30 pounds, and then it gets hard, and then it just kind of fades away. And I was no different than anybody else that has had that happen three, four, five, fifteen times over the last 30 years. So this was like, look, if if I'm truly gonna be the best, like I said, the best husband, the best dad, the best the best person that I can be, I gotta work on myself first. So, in order to do that, it wasn't just you know losing the weight. It was, and I've said it a few times. It was discipline. It was it was focus on what I'm doing. So it was it was wasting time, right? I I don't. I don't waste time. I treat every day uh, as a new opportunity to do better than I did yesterday. So a big part of it was the fitness journey. It was the the health journey, but it was really the um, self-development and self-improvement. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that's a total, totally relatable story that many guys have shared. It's like, this is a personal development, self-development alignment journey that just so happens to take place on the canvas of the body and getting the body back in shape. And as you lose the weight, have you noticed any shifts to energy, mindset, ability to stay more disciplined or any of the internal experiences you've had, even just like feelings of well-being? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, I think just the energy itself, um, you know, having more energy, um, you know, being able to stay up later. I still go to bed early because I get up so early and, and, and the girls make fun of me for that. But um, feeling like I have energy to take on, you know, any challenge in front of me, whether that's, um, you know, I, I, I want to start my own business someday. So um, starting, you know, research and reading and, and, uh, and development into that, you know, those days of kind of sitting around um, and watching TV, watching movies, watching sports, you know, I did a lot of that. And, and again, there's nothing wrong with that, but I was spending way too much time because I frankly just didn't have the energy you know an interesting thing and in, in many of the dads that that come on board will will talk about they kind of got a wake up call when they went to the doctor so um unfortunately i don't have like this this grand story of going to the doctor and they're like look you need to change your ways buddy or or you're in real trouble so i went for my 50th birthday and he goes yeah you you know you you could lose some weight and you know you probably you you know your numbers are a little bit higher than i'd like but 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 they're okay, you know, and, and, and I was kind of expecting and kind of wanted him to say, Hey, get 
your getting gear here and fix these things, but he didn't do that. And that was kind of that mindset shift I talked about. Like this wasn't, I didn't need an external factor telling me, Hey, you're overweight, fix it. You know, it wasn't my family telling me that wasn't the doctor. It was really, it was really me that, that had to do that. And, and, and that realization really kind of came on strong after I had my 50 year um, birthday kind of checkup and then to the end of the year. Nice. I want to kind of go back to something you mentioned before. And I also, you wrote this before coming on the podcast and share this with me is that, you know, you got into a point with your previous job, not, not the one you have now, but the previous job where it was affecting your mental health and well-being. And I'm, my hunch is that that probably made it so that you were more likely to do things like eat ice cream as stress relief and like turn the TV late at night. How has like the environment of your work affected in the changes that have happened there it been a contributor to positive you know health momentum or in the past perhaps negative health momentum i'd like to like explore that connection between maybe feeling depressed or stressed at work and how you felt like you were coping with that perhaps with food and i'm i'm guessing but that might be or may or may not be the case and then the changes now that you kind of settled into this new groove with the new job and potentially starting a new business you know what i'm asking i'd love for you to speak to that yeah i i think sometimes you don't you don't have um you know, you don't have the ability to um, really see how bad it, it's getting or how challenging it was for you until you have some time to kind of look back at that. So I just knew that, um, you know, with the pandemic and working from home, which was completely different um, for, for all of us or many of us anyway, um, it, it was a challenge. And frankly, I was working way too much. It, it, and it was one of those roles um, you know, in the software world, you're never, ever done, right? There's always another feature that somebody wants. There's always something to fix. And, um, and I kind of had a little bit of that obsessive, um, kind of that, that obsessive compulsive, like, hey, we've got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. Working with a big team, you know, trying to coach up all of the people to, to help improve them. And what I was finding was I was just working, I was working way too many hours. Um, and it wasn't something that I loved. And so I, I think when I would come out of that, um, you know, I, I, I told you I work, you know, in the lower level of the house or the basement of the house and I would come upstairs and I was, I was grouchy. I was cranky. I'm like, leave me be, you know, I wasn't being the best person, um, for my family. Um, you know, and, and, and then you're, you're, you know, it's nine, 10 o'clock at night and you're like, okay, looking forward to tomorrow. It wasn't really something to look forward to. It was like, Oh, it's another really long, stressful day. So, so for sure, you know, whether it was, you know, again, my go-to of eating ice cream or, or, you know, just eating too much overeating or having, you know, having a few, you know, cocktails, um, you know, which then kind of it caused a problem because then the next day, the older you get, that impacts you even more. So the next day kind of wake up groggy and, and, and not feeling a hundred percent. And so I took an opportunity last summer, left the place where I'd been for a really long time and uh, have a new opportunity. And, and, and I benefited from having a manager who really believed in, you know, work-life balance, if you want to call it that. But I also went into it to say, if I'm going somewhere else, I'm looking for a place, I'm going to approach it differently. I'm not going to pour, you know, everything I have into the job. It's important, and I will I will give one hundred percent when I'm on the clock. If you want to think of it that way, um, but I want to focus on those other areas, and those other areas are spending more time with my family, with friends, 
um, again, being a better husband and dad, um, spending time on, on, on me, you know, so doing the, the fitness, doing the, you know, the diet. Um, and so, yeah, as I started to kind of have some of that stress um, lift off my shoulders, I didn't feel the urge to, you know, house the bag of, of uh, tortilla chips at night before going to bed or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And what you shared about the, I've been using the terms recently, the positive and negative momentum, particularly that negative momentum, right? You have the chip stash accumulate at night or a couple of drinks, and then you're groggy or bloated the next day. And that simple feeling early in the day makes it more likely that you continue on. And that snowballs into something that, you know, can feel like it gets out of control. At the flip side, what you've now established is just a, a life that is, seems a lot more balanced. And you have anchors early in the day with the super, super fuel shake and super food shake in the morning to get you going. And now you're playing in this positive momentum game and, and starting to get it going. And now you've added additional things like 75 hard to further strengthen your focus and dedication to the path. So it's like, wow. I mean, talk about a shift in the energies in your life. I mean, that's pretty profound in a pretty short amount of time, I'd say. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I've, um, again, I talked about, you know, like my numbers and that sort of thing. My, my, my goal is to, is to move to OSM because I've leaned down quite a bit. You know, some might, some might say too lean. I do need to get, um, I'd like to get a, another body fat percentage uh, measurement. But like I said, I have another week and a half of the last month of phase three and I, and I'm going to switch over there. I also will, will be getting a reading there pretty soon. A couple of other things along the way that I changed. So, so first of all, um, I uh, I was a diet soda addict, um, like a lot of people, you know, for years, right, thirty years, um, because I never I, I never wanted to drink calories, right? So I never drank a big glass of chocolate milk or regular soda or whatever it might be, and I'm like, oh, it must be okay because there's no calories, right? Well, of course, we all know now that. Diet soda isn't necessarily great because of the artificial sweeteners, um, and I and I so I've completely kicked that habit, um, and that was that was important. I think I wasn't on any medication, but one thing that I did, I had really bad heartburn, and I had that for many years, right? And um, and just kind of you know took took a took a tablet every morning, you know, and that sort of stuff, and it kind of went away. Same sort of thing. I just switched up my diet, got rid of the the soda. I don't, I don't know exactly what the um what the the, the reason was, but um, I don't need it, right? And haven't haven't been on it for months and months. So, um, yeah, yeah, totally awesome. So, I did just want to kind of mention just quickly, um, you know, for those that are interested, you know, some of you may have already heard Chris Vincent's um, podcast on about 75 hard and this isn't an advertisement for it per se you know go check it out on your own on your own time if you're interested but um for, if, if my story resonates a little bit with you you know like you've struggled with self-esteem and confidence and, and fortitude to finish things this is a program that um that that absolutely i think helps teach that um i've really embraced it you know chris vincent absolutely really embraced it. Um, you know, we kind of chat and challenge each other a little bit about that. Um, so I would check, I, I would check out, I would check out that program. I, I, I really enjoy it. And I'll do a little a drop of that. That's a program designed by a guy named Andy Frisella. And it's basically helping you hit a couple things every single day. You drink a gallon of water a day. I think you read a motivational book for at least 10 minutes, 10 pages, you do two workouts a day, 10 pages. You do two workouts a day. They have to be at least 45 minutes. And I think no junk food, basically, right? Or is it like there's maybe a nutrition tenant? 
Yeah, that's that last one's probably the most challenging one for me, which is follow a diet, right? It's not a very specified diet. You know, I'm following the Fit Father plan, so that's easy, right? Because I already have that plan. But the the biggest thing about it, and again, I'm I'm not gonna say this is for everybody, it's absolutely zero compromise or zero cheat and no alcohol. So when I talk about it, a lot of guys will be like, there's no way I'm going to do that. Um, but, and again, when, when Andy talks about the plan, he's like, look, the whole thing is about discipline is, is about zero compromise. So, you know, even grabbing, you know, three or four peanut M&Ms, you know, like, like that's cheating and don't cheat on it. So, so I don't, right. I have no alcohol, no, no, no thing outside of, you know, what's on the FFP um, meal plan and diet, essentially. Again, not for everybody. Yeah, for, for sure. But for you, you came into this knowing that the core thing of your mission statement was to gain back this sense of self-excellence, the ability to execute on something and to really be able to strengthen your focus and follow through. So if that's an area where any guy feels like they're struggling, then applying basically FFP plan in the context of this hyper-focused 75-day challenge could be a really valuable thing. And I know there's several guys now in our groups doing that. So I'm glad you brought that up into attention. And I have a related question on this note, and that is, how have our workouts changed you? Like physically, perhaps I'd like to maybe talk about maybe your first apex now to like what you're able to do now with your body, but also how has it changed your mindset as well? Because I believe our workouts very much like 75 hard are as much mentally sharpening you as much as they are physically. Yeah. So one thing I didn't mention yet is I was actually exercising at least five or six uh, days a week. Even during those time periods where I was up and down and weight and all that sort of stuff, I, I did follow a plan with the exception of, of um, you know, kind of when the gyms closed for a bit and that sort of thing. So I'm a morning guy. I'm there. I'm up at five working out and uh, have a really, a really good um, group. I actually go to a gym and it's a mile from my house. So it's super easy. Um, and I have a really good support system in gym. And, and this is one thing I'll stress. You know, I know a lot of the guys work out in their basement or in their garage or something like that by themselves. And that accountability from your support group to me is absolutely uh, com- completely, it- it's one of the most important things. And if you don't have that because you're not going to gym, you're working out at home or whatever it might be, um, the the Facebook group is really good and, and we can talk about that. So I did the first Apex 10. I actually did it. I did the Apex 10 for a while independently when I, one of my first tries on the program and, um, and I was able to get through it, right? I wasn't great at, um, I wasn't great at the, at the pushups when you start to get to the higher numbers, renegade rows were my challenge. Um, like, like most of the guys, um, mostly because I'd had shoulder surgery, was a skiing injury, dislocated, you know, tore my labrum, the whole nine yards. So that was a little bit challenging for me in, in my hands, right? A lot of people complain about your hands. So I would actually do the renegade rows with my hand on the ground instead of on the weights, on the dumbbells, um, just because they were hurting my hands too much. So, um, so fast forward into, you know, some of the additional phases and that sort of thing. I always looked forward to the workouts, but it was like, um, it wasn't super exciting. And I don't know when it was. I think it was probably phase two, maybe at the beginning of phase three, where like literally this this switch kind of flipped in my mind. And, and I was like, and it was a challenge against myself. 
Now, each time I was like, how can I, you know, how can I improve? Can I improve my time? Still keeping form. Can I improve the weight? Um, that sort of thing. And, and, and I don't know, at some point it just happened like, hey, renegade rows aren't particularly all that difficult. You know, and I was doing, you know, 10 or 15 pounds in, in Apex 10. And, um, you know, Chris Vincent and I were, you know, kind of com- competing a little bit, you know, via the group. Like now I'm doing, you know, four sets of, of 10 with 50s, right? You know, which, you know, which is insane um, comparatively to where I was going. So I just saw it as challenges, as a challenge. And, uh, and I, I don't know, I think I probably said it. I think, um, I think um, doing hard things and being successful at hard things really gives you, it helps build that confidence. So I'm kind of, I kind of doing hard things, everything I do. So, you know, if I'm walking to the car, my car's that way, I might say, I might find myself doing a circle around it just to do a few extra steps. What, a, what an amazing shift in mindset. I mean, I think that's also a mindset that keeps you young too. You know, I think, I think, uh, oftentimes like an older mindset, right. Is one where you lose ability. And this is a mindset where you're constantly trying to stretch your abilities in all facets, big and small and exercise certainly does that. And I I'm curious if you would say now that you're in some of the best shape of your life, you had that goal when you were 50. I mean, I've seen your pictures, you look fantastic. And, you know, I hope that you're close to that goal, you know, if, whether or not you are or not. I, I think I, I have to imagine that I am right. You know, it's hard to really say like, it's, I mean, I've ran marathons, right. And I was in a different kind of shape where I was, you know, more of a cardio sort of thing. So yeah, absolutely. I think I'm in the best shape of my life. I have, I feel like I have a long way to go. I've got, like I said, I like these really hard challenges. So I'm kind of getting back into running a bit. Um, you know, the, the, I forget exactly what it's called. David Goggins, who many of the the group really like as like the four by eight by 48 where, or which is basically you run four miles every four hours for 48 hours straight. I, I'm not ready for that yet, but, but those are the sort of things I want to do. Um, you know, where I can, you know, help raise awareness and, and, and raise funds and, and do some of the things that support these, these things. But, um, you know, one thing I, I, I just wanted to, to point out, I kind of mentioned was, the the Facebook accountability group. Um, I think I really do feel like there's a, a like that group is key. Um, you know, hopefully many of you will see me on there, even if it's just saying way to go, you've got this. You know, I I, I mean, people did that to me when I would post and kind of you know was indecisive or or not sure if I was going to make it. Um, you know, there's I, I kind of feel like these guys are 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 kind of rock stars in my life. You know, like. You know Shane Dixon and Chris Pleasant and you know James Riley, Hugo, Barry. I I won't name them all. Ron, you know Josiah Gibb was was somebody who was he and I were uh, all about the same time. Um, Roberto, Jesse Lopez, right? You know, um, but 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 more importantly, um, I saw some of these guys, you know, who were like. I'm like, I'm never going to be able to do that. Like, you know, seeing these big transformations or you go to the web page and you see these big transformations and I'm like, I'm not going to be able to, to ever do that. I mean, I was afraid to take pictures like many of us. So I was going to join the transformation challenge and I took a picture with you know, a piece of paper with the date and I never even looked at it for like three months and the date was backwards and it wouldn't like, I couldn't <laughs> even read it. And I'm like, cause I was afraid to look at it. Yeah. So seeing and getting that encouragement from that group because because all of those guys have been there, right? They 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 know the challenges. 
Um, you have to, you have to kind of take a little bit of your pride sometimes and say, hey, look, I screwed up this weekend and, and kind of went back and, and, um, probably the one, the one real big thing that, that I think I've learned is, as part of the accountability is, okay, I screwed up on Friday, you know, evening, the old, the old Matt would have been like, oh, I got to get on track. I'll get on track on Monday. And then the weekend was a free for all. Right. And, 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 you know, part of your teaching, you know, is, is like, Hey, admit your mistake. And, and, you know, again, don't, don't start two days from now. Don't start next week. You start the next day and, 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 um, and just get back on track. So I think that's one of the, the key thing takeaways I've had as well from this. And, and the guys in the group are, are, are really, really good at that. I, I forgot to mention Cleve, Cleve Hartwick. He's, he's our uh, resident rocker with the, the heavy metal. Again, he's on a very uh, similar time frame as me. I, I enjoy seeing his posts as well. That's amazing. Yeah. And I mean, I want to thank you too, on behalf of the group for, you know, for giving that encouragement, for giving and receiving. I think that's one of my favorite parts about the group. It's one of those special places where this just a generative cycle of giving and receiving and giving and receiving. And in that fuel, more guys get to transform and then it propagates itself. So I know you've been a comment of much encouragement for so many of the guys. And I think it also is important to have guys starting around similar to your time, like you did too, because these are guys you're really walking shoulder by shoulder with and finding deep encouragement. And I know this conversation among many things is going to provide that kind of encouragement to more men. So that's why I'm really grateful you came on. A couple final questions. One is, have your daughters or your wife said anything about your transformation? What's the experience been like home if they've seen you go through what I consider in five months, like a pretty dramatic shift in in, in many different things? Yeah, I think um, they, they definitely comment, right? You know, they well, first of all, my wife has been great, you know, because there is a time commitment involved with additional workouts, you know, getting up early. I get up early, so I go to bed early and, and she kind of helps out, um, you know, extra, which which I absolutely appreciate. So very, very supportive. You know, and the and the and the girls have been very very supportive. They they often talk about the fit father. You know, um, my my youngest daughter is always telling uh, all of her friends about my dad's man witches. You know that he eats and and <laughs> you know I'll have their friends run up and say, "Hey, can you make me a man witch?" You know, and <laughs> that's great. So they've been very supportive. I think um, you know my goal is to lead lead by example. Um, as much as I can. And, you know, as, as anybody with teenagers know, sometimes you, you, you could try talking to them and they don't listen. It goes in one ear out the other. It really doesn't. But what they see is, um, you know, is, is um, what's going to be imprinted. You know, my, my, my dad never worked out. I, I don't remember my dad ever working out a day in his life, you know, and, 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 you know, he was in decent shape, right? That it just wasn't a thing. Right. But, but I want to, I want to impress on them and others around me that, you know, in order to be healthy and live a long, you know, productive life, you need to, those are things that you need to do. So trying to lead by example. You certainly are. You're definitely walking the walk, my friend. And my final question for you is, is more the, the, the common close here. And I think it's really great. The piece of advice that you would give to guys right now who maybe were where you were at for years of like starting and stopping and not being able to really fully commit and build that momentum. And maybe even guys that are in the early phase here, they've tried some of the fit father workouts, apex, maybe something even on YouTube, they haven't joined the program yet. What would you say to a man who's still trying to build that momentum and get committed and, and to step on this path early days? What advice do you have? 
Yeah, I mean, my my advice is is don't turn it into something bigger than it is. The way that I look at it, and the way I tried to look at it, was you win the day, win win each day. Um, so instead of thinking, oh, I'm gonna learn, I, I mean, it's good to have the mission statement say I'm gonna lose 20 pounds in the first 30 days and and, and things like that. So I, I think that part of it is important. But but you know, don't get discouraged. Follow the plan every day, and and you'll see in my comments. I say that all the time to newer people. This plan works. Follow the plan. You know, win each day, or at the very least, right? Win five out of seven days, and then win three or four out of the four weeks in a month, and you win the month. And pretty soon, you're winning the year. Um, so, so that's my recommendation. I'm not anything special. Um, I just, I just got, got finally got sick and tired of being sick and tired and said, I'm going to make a change. Um, I had the plan in front of me, you know, from, from Fit Father Project and, uh, and just followed it. And like I said, every single day said, okay, how can I be a little bit better than yesterday? Um, and I'm going to keep improving. And then over time, when you start looking back, wow, you've started to make those, you know, those, those big changes and have those NSVs. So. So that's my recommendation. Um, again, it's it's similar to a lot of the other guys that have been through the project. Project um, post in the group. If you're if you're feeling down, if you're feeling disappointed, if you're feeling discouraged, post in the group, and and hopefully, you know, Warner or somebody, one of the you know Jesse, one of the real inspirations will come in there and give you a word of uh, of inspiration like they did to me, and and uh, that's all that it takes, like you know, for another great week. So um, that's my recommendation. Matt, perfectly said, I would say there's so many like one-liners of wisdom in here. And I, I really appreciate you coming on and, and sharing your journey authentically. I'm super excited for you to finish phase three. I mean, that'll be a heck of an accomplishment of six weeks of dedicated focused workouts and effort, and then checking your body fat. And I, and I wish you luck in OSM too. I think you're going to enjoy that as a very different type of challenge in the future. And just congratulations. Thanks for being a fit father. And I'm really excited to get this convo out. I know it's going to help inspire a lot more people. Well, thank you. I can't, I can't say enough about the project, all of the people involved, yourself, um, Ben, um, Kat, Craig, you know, who, who recently posted that, you know, he kind of was going to re, uh, you know, re getting back into the program himself. So I, I, I can't say enough about the program. So thank you so much for, um, for putting it out there. It's exactly what, um, men, you know, like myself, um, need. So thank you. Really appreciate being on. Thanks, Matt. I appreciate you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Fit Father Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps spread this show to more men who need this valuable info. To watch full video episodes of this podcast and other motivational videos to inspire your training and more, visit our Fit Father Project YouTube channel. It's free and everything's made for busy guys over 40 like you. Visit youtube.com forward slash fitfatherproject to get access to our entire video library. And finally, if you or someone in your life is interested in becoming a fit father or needs help losing weight, building muscle, and living healthier after age 40, then visit fitfatherproject.com where you can see our proven programs, supplement line for guys 40 plus, and free meal plan and workouts to get you started. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll see you in the next episode.